you are listening to The Recovered Therapist, brought to you by FreshOutOfPlans.com. I'm Jeannie Griffin, and I'll be your host. Instead of focusing on labels, diagnoses, and psychobabble, we keep things honest, simple, and hopeful so that you can grow personally and spiritually. Thank you for joining me. I want to talk today about taking time for better communication, especially when you're talking to children and there may be something going on in the environment you really would rather them not know about. So normally what we do with children is to diminish them and dismiss them, and we do it all in the name of I'm trying to protect them. So let me give you an example. Let's say um, there is somebody in the house that is doing drugs or alcohol or somehow showing signs of being impaired, falling down, um, nodding out, uh, sleeping too much, falling asleep at weird times, um, things that a child might notice but doesn't really have a way to explain it. So they might say things like, um, wow, I wish mommy would blah, 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 but she sleeps too much. Or I wish daddy would blah, 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 but um, he's angry a lot. Or he sleeps too much. Or um, there's something wrong. Now, the the child knows. The child knows that there's something wrong inherently. Their intuition, their little radar is up, their antenna's up, and they know what's happening. But what we do as adults is so awful to them, but we think we're helping. Oh, you know, Daddy's not a, not drunk. He's just asleep on the couch. Oh, Mommy is sleeping late this morning and can't take you to school, so I'm going to take you to school. Now, I'm not saying you ought to say to them, yeah, your dad stayed out all night with 23 women and he's all drunk and sleeping on the couch. Or, you know, mommy can't get up this morning because she has a bad hangover and it's coming down off of cocaine. No, you don't say that. You don't say, yeah, she was out all night with 23 men. But what you do, first of all, is you do reflect their feelings. What they're saying to you is something's wrong. I know something's wrong. My gut's telling me something's wrong. And I don't know how to put it into words. So you as the adult, whether you're the parent, the aunt, the sister, whoever, it's your responsibility to help validate for them that their intuition is absolutely right and on target. That they are not crazy. They're not making things up. But what they're feeling and sensing is absolutely true. So how do you do that without maligning the other person starting World War Ten in your house. You say things like, yeah, it's sad that, you know, Daddy slept a lot today. Or, yeah, it. how do you feel about this? Or, um, what are you thinking about this? Um, they may be able to articulate some of it. Well, I wish she wouldn't, or I wish he wouldn't, or that scares me. But if they can't label the feeling, that's your job to help them label the feeling without putting it in words in their mouths. And that's hard. So, you know, your tempt would your temptation would be to say, um, dad's not drunk. He's asleep on the couch. Well, 
Instead, you can say, yeah, I wish dad was up here, too. I wish mom was up, too. Or no, mom can't take you to school this morning. And you you help them validate that there is something different and wrong. You know, they go to school, a lot of their friends are having their moms or dads drop them off, and yet consistently their mom is sleeping or their dad is not able to do this. So they know something's wrong. So what's the purpose? Why would you even do that without just sweeping it under the rug? Well, first of all, you're teaching them to trust their instincts because they do need to trust their gut. And they're taught every day all day long to trust the adults around them to determine their reality. And that's a setup for abuse. That is a setup for them not to listen to themselves. So you validate for them. First thing is you reflect their feelings. It looks like you're feeling sad. Are you? So that it helps them label. Huh, is this a sad feeling? Oh, yeah, I guess it is. It looks as if you're worried because you're not smiling. Is that accurate? Is that true? And so we help them put labels to these weird sensations that they have, but we don't want to tell them how they're feeling. You, your job is to see if you can help them identify these. Hey, Johnny, you walked in the back door and you threw your backpack down and tumped over the water, the cat's water or something. It looks like you might have something bothering you. Are you? Do you? Are you mad? Are you sad? What's going on? Instead, Johnny comes through the back door, slings his backpack down, knocks over the cat's water, and then we end up as parents or adults saying, what is the matter with you? You know better than that. I taught you better than that. Get back here and pick this thing up. Instead of, hey, what's going on? I noticed this, this. So you reflect their feelings and validate for them that something's going on. Then you redirect them. And the younger, the more redirection. Now, what do I mean by that? So, yeah, it's sad that mommy's not up to be able to take you to school. I feel sad sometimes, too, when my my friends can't do things with me. See, you may be tempted to say, yeah, I'm sad, too, when my friends disappoint me. But you don't want to put that idea that this is disappointing in their head. You want to try to elicit that out of them. Yeah, I feel sad sometimes when my friends can't do things with me, too. Is that what you're feeling? Yeah, I feel sad. Or sometimes when my friends can't do things for me, I get disappointed. Is that what's happening with you? So you validated and reflected, and then you go on to redirect. Yeah, I know that that hurts sometimes. However, you know, your job, your job as a kid is to go to school, see your friends, learn some new stuff, and you pay attention to what's happening there. And my job as the adult is to try to figure out what's going on here. Is that a deal? See, you don't say to them, well, your job is to go over there and be happy because they're not happy. It's like, okay, I'm going to, she told me I had to be happy. So I guess I got to go to school and be happy. No, your job is to go to school and learn things and be there. In other words, be in the present, but you don't say that directly to them. And then my job, you don't say it. My job is to stay here and fix it because you may not be able to fix whatever's going on. You can't fix 
sometimes getting somebody sober and you can't fix COVID and you can't fix a number of things. You're powerless over them. So don't promise that you're going to fix something that you and the whole world may be powerless over. So it's your job is to go outside and play or your job is to go to school this morning or your job is to have both happy and, and sad feelings. Sometimes it's okay, and that's that's a headline right there to tell a child it's okay to have two feelings that don't match. It's okay to have lots of feelings at one time. One minute you're happy, one minute you're sad, one minute you're tired, one minute you're disappointed. That's what happens. Feelings are like clouds, and then point up to the sky. See those clouds? They just kind of float by, and they come and they go. That's what feelings are. They won't be there forever. They'll come and go. So right now, we're here talking about it, and that might make you feel better. But I know something else that would make you feel better, and you don't go give them food because then you're setting them up to reward themselves with food. Well, let's go outside and see if we can't, you know, find a, I don't know, an ant, a beetle, a turtle, or whatever. Let's go outside, or let's go play with the cat, or let's go see what the dog's doing. And you redirect them. In other words, your message is, be a kid. And let me worry about the rest. Try not to use the words anxious and, um, you know, everybody in town is anxious and depressed these days. It's like, oh, my God, can we use some other words besides that? Sometimes those are appropriate feelings for what's going on. When everybody was slapped in the face with COVID, people became anxious. Well, that was an appropriate reaction to it. So even if it's a negative emotion, it can be a very healthy response to something happening in the environment. But in our culture, we've classified any kind of negative feeling as bad and has to be medicated or some sort of solution like that. So then you reassure the kid. First you reflect, then you redirect, then you reassure. I know this can be scary, but you go be a kid and I'm going to be the adult and It's my job to try to figure out things I can do that might help. And if I if I need your help, I'll let you know. But this is my job. My job is to take care of the big things. And when you get big, you can take care of them too. Reassure them. You can use the concept of everything will be okay no matter what, but that's really hard for little ones to understand. Everything will be okay. No, it's not. My mom died. Or no, it's not. My dad left. Or, you know, it's like that doesn't feel okay. You know, that's almost a too big a lesson for a little kid to say, and it'll be okay. Um, well, that one stood me on my ear when I was lost. My father died when I was 15. And you know, somebody trotted up to me and said, well, that's the way it was meant to be. That's God's will. And I thought, oh, and that led me down a path for about 10 years of hating God. So, you know, <clears throat> reassure that they don't have to be the one worrying. Let the adults figure this thing out. There's a wonderful ad on TV about the environment. And then one kid says, hey, I'm only six. Figure it out. It's like, yeah, it's not their job at six to do that. And then the last stage of this better communication would be to repeat what you have summarized, really, uh, what's gone on. Yeah, it's sad when dad, dad doesn't come home to kiss you goodnight before you go to sleep. Or, 
it's sad when mom isn't able to take you to school. But right now, we're going to you know, share our feelings, and then we're going to go outside and see what the dog's doing. And so I go outside and, and see what the clouds are doing and come back in and draw a picture about the clouds. And it's okay for you to let me worry about this and you just go ahead and be a kid. And it's okay for you to have many different feelings. And you can be sad for things that are going on, but you can also have a good time and be happy. It's okay. That's really important. And then um, reassure them that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think about this and uh, see if I can find some ways to help. These four techniques, I guess, for lack of a better word, are not bad in communicating just with each other, even adult to adult. Because how many times have you heard, oh, you look so sad. Oh, don't be sad. Don't tell me how I'm supposed to be. People get angry when you try to assign them a, a feeling or not let them have their feelings. So reflect and uh, redirect reassure, and then summarize or repeat. I hope this has helped. Thank you for listening to The Recovered Therapist, where we keep topics honest, simple, and hopeful. I love you. There's not a damn thing you can do about it. Until next time.